When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. And sometimes the amount of stories that make their way to us means that we simply can't cover everything that comes our way. But from time to time, a story just stays with me, and I feel compelled to share it with you and give you my thoughts. And now, one more thing. Do you think that there should be rules about what is taught in school? Oh, absolutely. Like, what wouldn't you like to because see taught in school? there's critical Since, race theory. Yeah, that critical race theory, as soon as I heard about that, I'm like, why are we doing this? What is, what is critical race theory? I, I don't know. I haven't. Right. Ron DeSantis in Florida, he sent teachers to a civics class. Um, and they were teaching that George Washington and Thomas Jefferson were, were anti-slavery. Ron DeSantis has the idea. Let's right. Put it that way. But yeah. they, they did own slaves. Well. Oh, that, oh I'm sorry. I, they they yeah. did own slaves, but, and, but they knew that you know those. Uh, Honestly, was, uh, things were different back then. But do you think that it should be taught that they didn't support slavery? Correct. That, that's the that's that's what the uh, you know. In the You're saying they did not support they, slavery. They did not. That's that's why I don't you know. know. But they own slaves. They own slaves. So those are your countrymen and women. Those are voters. Those are people who have uh, a say in how society is built, run, framed. Those are people who have a voice and a degree of influence politically that you, statistically speaking, don't have. Um, and they're deciding on what our education system should look like, what it should contain, whether or not it should include the facts about us. And I'll be honest, I was researching another show that I want to do in the future, another episode, and came across those 
clips that I shared with you, and that got me to thinking. And then I did a little bit more research, and here we are. So, you know, obviously there's a significant amount of cognitive dissonance here, but I think that it goes deeper than that. I mean, you can tell from the accents that these are perhaps Southern white folks, and you'd be right. Um, you can tell based on <laughs> the fact that they have nothing to substantiate anything about which they're talking, that um, they have been made to fear critical race theory. I'm being generous now. And then, uh, based on that fear, decided how they felt about it without knowing anything about it, without examining the merits uh, of critical race theory. Now, I happen to know that critical race theory is a buzzword. It's a trigger word. It's an alarming word because of the right-wing marketing uh, brilliance in this country. They will fear like a weapon. They, they, the, the term woke used to be a good, a good word and still is in my book. But man, let them get a hold of it and rewrite the narrative and all of a sudden woke is bad. Hmm? Same with critical race theory. Basically a word that they've used to become a, a catch-all for really what is American history. Right? So, um... Let's talk about why uh, the more informed people who are conservative, often enough white and male and older, um, why this group of people really does not want what is now termed critical race theory or indeed American history taught uh, to its fullest extent. Um, I think we have to start at what is critical race theory. So, uh, let's, let's define that, uh, so that we know kind of where we're, where we're uh, coming from. So, you know, uh, without giving you the long drawn out version, because obviously it's very complicated, uh, critical race theory, literally the definition is a set of ideas holding that racial bias is inherent in many parts of Western society, especially in its legal and social institutions on the basis of their having been primarily designed for and implemented by white people. Um, so, you know, anybody that takes a look at a handful of statistics and data could conclude that maybe there is merit to studying whether or not this is true. Again, critical race theory, right? The theory part of it is that we're taking what we're seeing in terms of number, in terms of outcomes, et cetera, income levels, you know, um, uh, graduation rates, imprisonment rates, et cetera, on down the list, right? We're taking what we're seeing, in this case, data, and we're making suppositions based on that. And we're being critical of the 
social framework that is in place right now, hence critical race theory. So anyone with an academic background would look at this and say, okay, well, if there is, if there are outcomes that we're seeing that are consistent, if there's data that we're seeing, then perhaps we should study it, right? So for those of us who have a thirst for knowledge and a genuine curiosity about the world and the way that it works and are not given to fear to the same degree that others are, um, there's nothing to see here. Let's explore it. If there's something there, then we know what to address and how to address it. And if there's nothing there, then we know that it's not a critical race fact, simply a theory. Right? So, why is it that conservative white people and, you know, black people and other people too, but, you know, mostly conservative white folks uh, are afraid of this? Well, I have my theories. So, a um, little bit more, or right around a year ago, I had someone on the show here uh, who talked with us about the Great Replacement Theory. And that's a theory that uh, white people have. <laughs> Uh, some white people, conservative white, I got to be very careful about how I uh, articulate this, but some often ultra conservative white folks have that suggests that there is an intentional effort to um, affect the population uh, distribution in favor of non-white Christian uh, people in the United States and in other European countries. So they look at an influx of immigrants, an influx of Jewish people. They, they often take issue with Jewish people who are in power. Um, of course, you know, uh, black people are always, um, on the menu for these folks. But the long and the short of it is that they feel like they're being replaced. They feel like history is being, uh, unkind to them. And rather than looking at nature, um, they, have developed a conspiracy theory that is popular, let's be honest. And, you know, they, they fight against that invisible monster wherever they can. You know, th this is one of those veins that the, the previous presidential administration was able to tap into um, using coded language and, you know, tactics that, you know, that group feels is necessary to reclaim their rightful place as the great conquerors of the planet. So what does that have to do with critical race theory? Well, in that same uh, great replacement um, theory, there are discussions, conversations, um, bullet points, headlines, uh, that suggest that indeed white people's children are being indoctrinated by the immigrants to hate themselves. And of course, this is all unfounded. This is all conspiracy theory, but that doesn't stop, you know, right wing extremists in particular right wing, uh, 
media outlets, far-right media outlets, including Fox News, from playing that up. You know, this is, a, this is a media company. They need people viewing the screens. Fox is the number one uh, news company in uh, the United States. And it's because a large number of conservatives watch that. There are more, let's say, credible, liberal-leaning media outlets out there. And so they split up the majority of this country's viewership. But the sole um, single uh, network with the most viewers is Fox because all the conservatives watch Fox and all the liberals are split amongst MSNBC and CNN and so forth, right? So Fox has their lane and they're playing to the crowd. Okay. Um, again, a part of this is that, you know, your children are being indoctrinated by the liberal leftists to hate themselves. And this often happens as children become more educated. Right. Now, bear in mind, critical race theory, uh, is a concept that started in the 80s. So we're talking over 40 years ago. And it was relegated to um, advanced level studies. So you wouldn't find it in grade school. You wouldn't find it in middle school. You wouldn't find it in high school. So this was college level stuff, right? And still is. But again, because of marketing tactics and because of fear mongering, now we think that CRT is taught to kindergartners. No, that's American history. Now, what happens to children when they enter the educational system? Well, they learn the truth often enough. Um, not the whole truth, but they learn enough of the truth to, to realize, whoa, there might be something more to why black folks are more uh, populate, populated in this part of town and less populated in that part of town. There might be more to, um, you know, everything, all these different levels in society, why black folks often seem like we're at a disadvantage. And that creates a, a degree of understanding and in some instances even empathy and when the children of these conservatives grow up and they have conflicting views with their parents the parents look at that and think well i've lost my child to indoctrination right so rather than dealing with the real you know, we know that education is the enemy of prejudice, right? But rather than dealing with the reality of the situation, there's a lot of these folks that really are comfortable living in the fantasy version of the United States, as we saw at the beginning of this clip. You know, they want children to learn that George Washington was anti-slavery. Real people. George Washington was anti-slavery. Well, he owned slaves. Well, um, well... <laughs> I'm sure people like that don't even want anything taught about slavery, right? So what does this mean? Well, we have a responsibility here. 
You know, these aren't old videos that I came across. This happened today. This is still something that is deciding um, uh, and being decided um, in terms of how our education system will look. And if we as a country choose to center the feelings of white children, which again, that's not what this is about. This is not about the feelings of white children as much as it is about their parents feeling like they would lose their children uh, in terms of their political ideals and, and that white people will be replaced because the children of these parents won't vote in the same way, won't engage in society in the same way that their parents have. That's what it's really about. But we need to bear in mind that this is something that is being decided still. Make no mistake, your local elections are more important than ever. I know you hear that every election cycle, but let's be honest. The stakes are a lot higher for them now. So this is the fight of a lifetime for them. And if we think, oh, yeah, we got Trump out of there. Or, yeah, we're, you know, we, the, the red wave was more like a, a red puddle, you know, in terms of the midterm elections. And we're, we're on our high horse and we're thinking we're. No, no, there obviously there's, you know, people declaring to run for president and rumors of people declaring to run for president. And, you know, we we have to really get things together on our side. And I, I recognize that we oftentimes throw our vote away with the Democrats um, and we're forced to choose between, you know, choose the lesser of two ev evils in many people's opinion. but. In this democracy, how we engage and how we shape outcomes is with voting. And if we vote at every single level of society, if we engage the way that they do by showing up to school board meetings, by showing up to town hall meetings, let our voices be heard, hold our elected officials accountable. Then we will have our seat at the table. They can't ignore all of us. And for each of us to think, well, they're, they don't care about us. Well, yeah, individually, you might have a case. But collectively, if everybody does their job and engages fully in this democracy, then we might, again, might be able to make some noise. They certainly are. You heard it yourself. So, as always, I'd love to hear your thoughts. You can reach out using the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. And of course, you can hit me on all social media at Ramses Ja. Let's talk about it. Until we do. Peace. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. 
BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.